Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to another rousing rendition of what we like to call the Brethren Podcast and a little segment we got called Cocktail Combos. And I am so pleased, amazed, and pleasured to introduce uh, the world once again to my sister and my friend and my family, uh, the lovely Miss Megan Sousa. How are you doing today? Brother. <laughs> and I'm also joined uh, to the to the to the left or to the right, depending on how this video shows up, with my co-host, uh, Mr. Destrian Wells, Destrian Wells Consultant. How you doing today, good brother? He's good. He's giving us the verbal the verbal black nod. I'll come off mute, man. Everything is great. Happy to be here. Uh, privilege and pleasure to be here with you, but also highlight Megan, another one of the exceptional grads from an illustrious university that. We know and love, but uh, you guys will hear all about it here shortly. So the mm. show is hers today. Mm. Well, dang. Well, the cat's out the bag. This is a Tuskegee University takeover because all three of us are alumna of the illustrious institution, Tuskegeensis Universitas Principatus Scientia. Let me stop. Let me stop tripping because look, before I had to go pull out, before I had to go pull out the uh, the degree to read it off of there for real. Um. But this is special for real, for real, um, because Meg is not new to this, This, you know, having interviews with me. She was on previous podcasts with me, blogs and whatnot. And, you know, I really consider her family. And this is special because today we are recording this on June 10th um, and everything in my power I'm going to do to make sure that this drops before midnight uh, tonight, because on 6-11-2021, on June 11th, the year of our Lord, 2021 there is a movie coming out called dominoes the battle of the bones starring such illustrious uh people as snoop Dogg, david arquette uh directed by baron davis one of the great basketball players of the nba and also in this movie also in this movie is dj dominoes herself megan susa listen <laughs> I'm so excited for you. I'm so excited because I was thinking back and I'm going to hit you with the first question in a minute, but I was thinking, of, I was thinking back to when zero came out and zero was, uh, was, was, was on HBO and streamed for some years for a while. Um, and then you recently had beats, which was on Netflix. So I think this is your first movie that is going to be in theaters. Correct. That is correct. This is the first nationwide theatrical release. I did have a limited theatrical release with um, a neo-noir film called Guys Reading Poems, but it was a limited release in California and we went to the festival route. Mm -hmm. So in that degree, yes, this is the first theatrical release where you have to buy a ticket, reserve a seat at an AMC or a Cinemark near you. Big screen debut. Woo! Hold on, before like we always do at this time for the Bridging Podcast, Megan Megan is not partaking right now, but Mister Wells like has. Oh yeah, we look. Yeah, we juice fresh squoes, fresh squoes. We got we got we got dishing with the with the typical hen, and I got I got myself a sake wine. Cheers to a beautiful conversation, bread being dropped and knowledge being picked up, and also cheers to much success going forward. All the successes you had. And I hope that this movie does numbers because it's going to be a good one. Cheers. Cheers. All right. Now, let me, uh, let's go to receipts here. All right. Um, so my first question for you is, 
in the year of our Lord in 2012, which is odd because June 5th, 2012 uh, is when I posted my very first interview with you back when I was doing this thing called Expose Innovations. And one of the questions was, what's the best word of advice you can give to someone? And your answer was, trust yourself in the universe. It will all conspire in your favor. Keep fighting. How does it feel to take your own advice? You know how you look, you know, look, you know how I do. <laughs> you know how I do. Did you really just say it's time for receipts and just like pull yeah. receipt right out the wallet? I'm like, oh, oh you thought I was gonna pull like a picture from college or something? No, I'm pulling up pulling I, up that matter. No, I thought you was like gonna take your time with it, but he was like, no. No, no, no. Look, we look, we just look. Okay. okay. I'm just talking, I'm just talking about the power of manifestation. Let's go. That's so crazy because, you know, anytime I go on book, I'm always like, after the fact, like, oh, what did I say? How did I sound? Yata, yata, yata. You know, I'm like, kind of have like regret sometimes for like things that I say because I'm like, is it the right thing? Was it enough? Mm -hmm. But in the moment, I speak authentically, but it's this, uh, if I can be real with you, mm -hmm. it is a challenge that I have dealt with for many, many, many years in trusting my voice to a certain degree due to a uh, kind of a, a fear based on, you know, my own traumas that mm -hmm. would kind of have me not want to speak or not want to speak clearly or authentically or fully where I'm like holding back or, you know, maybe over speaking and like saying too much about something and being too open you know mm -hmm. so finding that balance is kind of always it's like always on my mind when I'm on book so to to hear you say that I was like oh my god what did I what did I say but to hear you say that makes me feel good because that meant I was in the pocket at that moment and I was trusting myself uh vocally in the moment you know just as I dissect my growth and like how I'm growing and developing and what I have to work on and things that I've been dealing with spiritually, intellectually, personally, professionally, creatively, right? Mm -hmm. I'm very happy that I said that. I'm very happy that I said that because I still feel like that. I actually was talking to my Tookie yesterday mm -hmm. and what I said to her was, something similar I was like ever since I was little like I've always known that I was gonna be a movie star I always had it in my head like I saw it I would see Meryl Streep I would see Whoopi Goldberg I would see Tom Cruise Eddie Murphy Will Smith these mega stars like how do they do it? They're so likable. They're so like captivating. Like, what is it about them? Why do I love make believe? Why do I love the idea of like, yeah, you can like inspire people and, and da da da. But I always had it in my mind. Like, I think I can do this. I really, really think I can do it. And it's been really hard. And I did look at myself. You say, if you look at my lives today. I was on there ugly crying with a whole big face and nothing was moving. It mm -hmm. didn't move. It won't, it won't move. Mm -hmm. I'm over there ugly crying. It won't move. 
Bruh, I, I have been fighting and I was gonna say, I was like, man, I've really been fighting to get here. Like awesome other level shit that I don't think we have even the time to discuss. Fighting on every level that I just discussed on those different segments of myself, right. like just hey, the fight hey. of all fights. Hey, so I'm just okay. I'm happy that I said that. I'm happy I said that. AJ, can I ask a follow up to that? And I know. Go uh, ahead, because I got, I got, I got, I got more, I got more, uh, more blasts from the past. You got, you got more receipts. You got more receipts. I so, got this. It's all gonna all tie right, in. Go so ahead. Maybe, maybe you can pull the receipts out, and then I, then I can pull it forward. Because Meg, what I feel like you just said was this is a lens into what success really looks like, and so su- success is not linear. And I think a lot of people think that success is linear and. There, there, there's a often an untraveled road or some path that maybe you have to take that other people's don't. And really it's a journey, in my opinion, of self-exploration and discovery. So can you talk to us a little bit about the lessons you learned along this journey? You know, you talked about the fact that, look, I had to grow mentally. That's tough already. I had to grow spiritually. That's probably even harder in today's society. Hold on a second. Hi, Dad. No, that's that's Prince. Uh, that's Prince Dallas, one of our uh, other unofficial co-hosts, much like Avery. <laughs> yeah. So so Dallas just pulled up on me. Uh, no no underwear outside. I'm out. I'm out on the deck, and he decided to bless good people. But as I was saying, um, you know, spiritually you had to grow, and that was also important to you. But then you had to take both of those experiences, the mental and the physical, and then enacted and manifested. Can you talk to us about how you were able to put those things together to manifest where you are now? And what advice would you have for others to, to maybe do the same? Now, this is the crazy part. I was actually talking to, shout out Ian Evans. The great um, Dr. Ian Evans. He ain't a doctor yet, but I'll be putting it on him though. He, he will be. Ian Evans, I was just talking to him about this because, you know, me and Ian fellowship pretty much every day. Mm. And I was telling him that this is the ultimate testimony. Like, I've always spoken my testimony. I've always been very transparent about my story. You know, I really don't hold back. But this is the full circle moment Mm -hmm. of like, okay. I get it bruh it's not been easy and trust me it 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 looks like to some like oh wow you're in a movie yay but it's like bro I've been doing movies for 10 years I've been doing commercials since I was like 10 or 11 years old I was doing Filene's commercials in Connecticut bro I've been doing this for a long time my mom put me in modeling classes when I was 13 years old I've been dancing and singing in church for a long time. Comedy classes, comedy shows for a long time. Short films, student films, my own. Sketches, uh, series, TV, little role here, there, that, that, little theater, that, that. Bro, I just been gnawing at it. Work. And the thing that people don't see is the ugly part. And that's the gnawing at it. That's the 
you know, self-doubt and the moments of doubt, which you shouldn't be doubting. But again, those are the things that spiritually you have to deal with. So for me, if it's self-doubt, someone else, it might be, you know, just lack of focus. You know, the other person could just not be, you know, have all the faith, but they're not activated because they're just sitting around complaining about why they're not where they want to be. But what are you doing? If you're not active and activating it, it ain't going to move. It won't move. You're just going to be sitting there <laughs> because why well, I can't and look at this and that. Guess what? When I see people doing what they do, I'm going to shout out right now KJ Smith because KJ Smith is bad. She's a baddie. She's killing the mother freaking game right now. Sisters on BET. Me and Kate, and it's another parallel testimony to, to, to what well, I'm sure she can share too. KJ Smith, we met when I, in my first early years out here, we did a student film uh, project with Brian Lipscomb for US, uh, USC student project. We met, you know, it was a short scene. It was just like, us and one other actor, those three actors, it was a great, you know, like exercise. Mm-hmm. Bro, KJ cried on the spot. Boom. I was over here like, and I was like, damn, I, like my tears ain't really coming, but I'm affected by her. But also, maybe my character's not crying. Maybe my character's a little more angry, you know. Bro, KJ, honey, for the gods. And I remember that day, like, wow, this girl is amazing and at that point she hadn't had you know all these big roles that she's had now all these Tyler Perry roles etc but at this point in time you know I, I I was you know pretty fresh out here and doing that scene for her I was like wow she's so good we right. always stay in touch we always stay friends you know watching KJ grow KJ where she is now I've never once looked at KJ like damn why I can't Oh, cause you know KJ. Damn, this year damn, KJ. I'm booked another thing. Why I ain't got that? Why don't? Right. I looked at KJ like, yes, yes, girl, go off because I know that just by association, knowing you, being your friend, being in proximity with you in your orbit, I know I'm on the right track. Right. So I need to focus on what am I doing that's going to get me to where I need to be for the KJ Smiths and your Meryl Streets and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, Beyonce's, yeah. Whoever you're looking up to, that's like, that's a dope thing they did. Let me learn from them and apply that to my life. Whoever that is for you. KJ is one of those people. I've just watched her like, kill it. You saw the work. I saw the work. I just saw her progress and trust the process. That's the thing. Mm. Trust the process. And it looks different for everybody. So, you know, yes, KJ may have, you know, her path look like this. And, you know, my path might look like this. You know, everybody's going to have a different, you know, color palette to what you do. You just have to embrace whatever that is and not look and compare and wonder why you don't have what somebody else had because, the reason why you don't have what that person had because it's not for you. It's for them. It was for you. It's for you. And as soon as you trust that mine is mine, I don't need to worry about nothing else except what's mine. And if I don't see it in front of me at this moment, I got to see it up here. And if I keep seeing it up here and do some action every day towards 
what that looks like to me, it might be two years, it might be six months, and it might be 10. But either way, you just got to keep fighting for it until it actualizes. I read somewhere that faith without works is dead. So I read that I live somewhere. By that. So and I don't, they, I don't you know, know they be look, they look, they be saying, you know, comparison is a thief of joy. Somebody on this show be saying it a lot. I don't know who it is. Shout out to uh, Dr. Love and our other co-hosts. How you doing today, sir? Hey, uh, more receipts. You mentioned trusting voices. And uh, I just wanted to bring this up because I want everybody to understand how authentic of a person um, Megan is. Like, I've known you now, what, like, how long have we been out of college? And then, like, 15 years? Sheesh. Not you like, know? we ain't been out of college 15, but, you know, uh, look, I've known, I've known you for over a decade. Let's put it like that. And I know that for a fact. Um. And I've always known you to be an authentic person, but you mentioned trusting your voice, but I want to, I'm going to say this in the same 2012 uh, interview, you said, who were your biggest influences or role models? You said so many, my grandparents, Marlon Brando, Will Smith, Jim Carrey, Quinn Tarantino and Meryl Streep are the top ones. Now, when you just a few minutes ago mentioned your influences without me asking who they were, you mentioned Will Smith and Meryl Streep. So I just want to show the, the, the line of authenticity that's here from 2012 to now. She ain't switched up. She ain't going to say who was hot now. And you, it's authentic. And the second part is you we I, I, you said what, you, who you, uh, what advice you would give somebody. But then also. I asked you, what was your next challenge? This was in 2012. You said you said I have many to come. I'm sure, but currently it would be continuing to trust in myself and gain representation. The the, the line of authenticity there, people, that's all I wanted y'all to see is that, you know, she ain't switching up. Look, like Cardi B said, if it's up, then it's stuck. That, that is what it is. So next question is, uh, I have my good friend Jewel Taylor on recently, uh, world-renowned screenwriter, uh, film director, uh, Hollywood insider, all these things, genius. Um, and you are also in that in that same vein, you know, Hollywood insider, internationally known actress. And I'm not jokingly saying this, you know, go on Netflix right now. There's a movie credits. Uh, depending on where you are, there's a Honda commercial out there credits. There's a film called Zero Credits. IMDb. Go to it, type in the name. You ain't got to do that. Google the name, pops up at the top, credits, so there. Um, but you and Jewel are, are, are a thing, are a couple, and I love it because my childhood best friend and, you know, one of my great friends from college are, are, are together. But the question that I actually have before I get all mushy and, you know, make you blush and embarrass you, having someone who is in the same industry as you, what like what what do you gain from it and not 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 in the, the the materialistic thing but it's just you know often we see there are people in the industry and just entertainment in general or sports or you know just celebrityism where it's you know you don't want you either don't want somebody in the industry because you don't want the you know what comes along with both of you all being there or you want somebody who's in it because they understand what you're going through um, but the one thing that I know about both of you all is that you all are honestly two of the you know most genuine people 
that I know. And I don't say that just because I know y'all. I say that because I know y'all. Like y'all are two of the most genuine people. Y'all aren't about, you know, the stuff, you know. Uh, like I always jokingly tell y'all, you know, you know, just let me, you know, let me know your secretary's number, and, you know, your agent, and I'll, you know, and y'all always, you know, say no, you can have the real phone number on the second iPhone. <laughs> um, but having somebody who's in the industry with you, um, and then having that mutual support and understanding, how important is that, especially right now in both of you all's career? Because something that I want to point out is that we're all still we're we're all still young, like. And y'all are really like some people may look at it like, oh, y'all started out doing the student films and then some short films, doing some work here. And now you got a movie coming out that you got credits on. He's got movie out with, with credits on it. And it's like, oh, this is the peak. And it's like, no, like this we right here. It was it was grinding the valley and now we making our way up. So, you know, just just talk a little bit about the importance of having that that understanding and that. You know, just I, whatever, whatever you want to call it, just explain it. Because, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm interested. It, it always intrigues me. Well, I'll be honest. Um, I did not anticipate necessarily dating somebody in the industry. Mm. Um, my previous situations have always been, you know, some other like craft or corporate kind of world. Mm. I had this. I guess false image in my mind, like I can't be with somebody in the industry because they are all cheaters. They're all the infidelity, like the mm. this, the that, the, 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 the like. There's no way I could do it. I feel like I, like I don't want to be a statistic. I don't want to be like I just don't want that. Mm. So, you know, it's like you know, something. The great three stacks tried to tell us. I do not want that. So I mm -hmm. really was like, hell no, hell no, no, no. Definitely no actors. Hell no. Definitely mm -hmm. no comedians. <laughs> That's enough. <laughs> Like, you're not using me in a set. Like, no. <laughs> no. Like, I just had rules. I just had rules. So, obviously, Jewel was a complete, unexpected surprise. Like, it was not planned. It was not even immediate. Like, it was not something that was like, oh, you're a director. Like, let me get <laughs> Right. <laughs> And I think that's I think that's important. I think that's important to point out too is that you you know like y'all are both you know like this 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 next level. That's what I'm calling. It. It's like the next step up, this next level that y'all are at. Y'all are really kind of arriving at it, and in like in real time together. It's like y'all y'all all like both of y'all started out doing student <laughs> films. But God, like <laughs> I, I talk to his mom about it all the time, like. Because think about it, Jewel, he didn't start grad school immediately. He took right. a little time off and then started grad school. But I was already out here like, mm -hmm. eh, 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 eh. a little film here. Thank you, sir. A little non-union commercial, okay? <laughs> like, right. bro, he over here chilling. Then <laughs> for two years. Then he, you know, started his journey. That's what I'm saying. Everybody's journey looks different. Exactly. It is so weird that we're both arriving, you know, 
kind of at the same time. Hey, it's creepy. I'm being real with you. It's creepy. <laughs> because again, I you can't plan it. That's why I know it's mm. nothing just straight up the cosmos, like all that stuff that people joke about, like for real. Cause like, like I said, when we met, it was on a set. I heard him saying something about Alabama and he was leaving and I hadn't met him because you know, he's quiet. So mm-hmm. I didn't I hadn't met him. And I heard somebody say, you know, I'm from Alabama. And I was like, where you friend? And he was like, <laughs> I was like, when? And he was like, born. I was like, howdy. I was like, you know what <laughs> More yeah, info, please. Like, <laughs> Click that like, more info Arthur, button. I was like, Arthur Wilson, EJ Harrison, EJ Harrison, where the sign? I'm like, right. What? Right. Look, look that's. Off, it was just an off top, like just. That's one of my small world moments, and I always t- tell you it. Like I tell you a jewel about this all the time. Like it's a small world moment. Like the day you come, it's like, hey got a surprise for you i'm like meg don't ever have no surprises for me like what the hell is going on just like got somebody like just passed from like how 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 small is the world here's how small it is message message and the (laughs) craziest part about that whole thing was when we like that once we made that connection it was like off top it wasn't really Mm. nothing to discuss it was just like oh shit hell yeah like I had my business card out actually and he was like yeah I actually am a writer and you know I have a writing uh he phrases like a writing group and we like give each other notes and like stuff like that I was like man I got this pilot I just wrote Fred Unplugged I would love to like get some support in like a writing group kind of thing he was like hell yeah I have my business card you know I'm trying to hand these motherfuckers out they was freshly burning <laughs> here you go here you go talk about oh you can save it and just put my number <laughs> i was like so you don't want my car like look this is this is this is this is uh matt gloss right here you need to, you it need was, to get this this is card stock it's a perfect little square i was like man but we exchanged info and legit like a couple of days went by, we didn't speak or something. And then like, I called him one day, it was like eight, eight o'clock. And I was like, Hey, I'm sorry to call you so late, but I want to talk about the thing, the group and like, see if I can, you know, come through with my script. Mm-hmm. That call went from 8 PM until 9 AM the next day. Look at that connection, Lord. It was like really weird. And it was just like, damn, it's six o'clock. We should probably get off the phone. But what you know about three, six, mafia? Hell no. <laughs> The coup, the coup. I used to da, 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 the coup. So it was literally just like instant, but we were just cool. Like we were just cool, like as right. legit. And so that is our foundation. And I really don't talk about this, but I'm talking about it with you. But you know, that was our foundation. That was our connection as friends, and we really right. connect as like legit friends. And he's so smart and has so much to offer creatively where it's just like man he's good with music he's like good with writing like this thing is sketches like what the fuck like i don't know i forgot like oh i forgot that this nigga literally can like like, draw like as fuck like it's weird and so (laughs) so you know that that really you know me authentic 
I, that relation, our relationship began very authentic. And that's why a lot of people didn't know about it because I'm very private. I protect the things that I really care about and the people that really matter, I protect them. And I don't really like exposing them like that. And that's also but, really cool because he's a very private, like quiet, laid back, chill, in the cut type person too, like even more so perfect. than you. So he's yeah, like, it, I know. like it perfectly perfect. works out. Like, I like I, I don't I, I don't think I told you as well. I was like, if I could have put y'all two together, I couldn't have because it wouldn't have like it wouldn't have. It's like you don't think it, but then we see like that made perfect sense. It's like the first time I somebody put meatballs on spaghetti. It was like I never would have thought to do that, but you know what? That's that's what it should now be. That you mention it, yeah, right. Works. Like you know what? Yeah, I don't shoot. know. As I said, I couldn't have made it up either because, like I said, you know, I just come out a very crazy situation so mm. i was really in no place emotionally to even be in a relationship so it had a very slow burn anyway mm. and we were just cool for a long time but then once we did see that we were like dating but we weren't like calling it dating right it was, it's like we've been kicking it for like months now and <laughs> <laughs> but it, i it became official, I guess, his uncle visited town one day and he introduced me as his girlfriend. I was like, Oh, well, oh snap. Let me say who? <laughs> I was like, Oh. And then they left, and I was like, I actually fought it for a while. I'm not gonna lie. I fought it for a while. I was like, we're not. Mm-mm. No, this is not, this is not what we're doing. This is not what it is. Anyways, you know, I'm not even gonna get involved. I'm not, I'm not, no, mm-mm. no, like. I was trying to reject it for a long time and quiet is kept, you know, he's just like a still pond. Like this dude does not move. It don't move. He just stays like this. Yo, if he could like, if, if he popped up one day, it was like, yo, I'm going to join a, a monastery and I'm like going to meditate for three years. I'm like, I can see it. <laughs> he's just, he's so still. So when I was going through, again, my levels of growth of like trust and like battling all these things, just like anyways, just introducing new people to my life, Mm. it was weird, but it was too good to be true. Like this dude was just too nice. Like he's too cool. Like something's off about this. So I didn't trust it, but you know, people validated him. Um, One of those people being Tyreek. Tyreek went to school him and Tyreek is one of my best friends. Um, and he validated him and once he found out because the secret got out and Tyreek was kind of like oh I didn't know y'all was together da, da, da. and he was like oh and I was like how you know I was like wait what we're not together we're not together meanwhile he had picked me up from Joel's house and I was like we're not together and I was like someone so told me and I was like this, I cannot <laughs> so the cat got out of the bag but I also was kind of like, you know, it ain't nothing. It's just whatever. And Rick even said, he was like, actually, you know what? It makes sense. Like, I can see this. Like, you know, they're like, he's like, Jewel's a perfect angel. You're an angel. He's like, y'all just perfect angels for each other. And I was like, Rick, it's too much. He's like, I swear, like, I've known this dude. And I was like, I guess. So I still was hesitant for like, I ain't gonna lie, like a year. And Jewel, again, is like this. Like, you just even killed. Chilling the whole time, like, all right. What it is, is is the Hollywood divorce stuff. It's like just Hollywood, the temptations, just everything that, every horror that you've heard in Hollywood, it just haunts you. Because I'm like, I'm not that person. I don't, 
plan on attracting or manifesting any of that weird shit. I don't get with none of that. Right. <laughs> none of the weird stuff. I don't, I do not buy into that. I do not subscribe to that channel. Oh, you just never know. People switch up and people get weird. People get to a certain place of success or whatever have you. And you know, people change. And so it, it is a battle, a trust battle that I had to go through off top. So that took in and of itself took many years. Like we've been together for a minute, mm-hmm. you know, but a lot of people don't know that. So, you know what I'm saying? Up until this point, to answer your question, it is, you know, it's still this like balance of like keeping our relationship very private, obviously, mm-hmm. you know, and, you know, really between us, it's our friendship that is the base so everything else on top is just like it just feels really easy and breezy because the base is friendship if that makes sense because no it makes it makes perfect sense because like i said you know i know y'all and so you know seeing y'all you know with each other like how y'all interact when i do see it is like nothing looks forced it's not it's not like you're like you or him are forcing each other like hey we have to go do this and we're going to take pictures and we're going to you know we're going to be on the like y'all are very very private so you it's nothing is like you've never portrayed this image like this is this is a setup like this is a thing like i can tell that y'all like genuinely give a fuck about each other like y'all are like y'all are really good friends People used to say stuff like, well, if you got a man, why you ain't posting him? And I'm like, for what? You got to. <laughs> why do I need to do that for you? Because we're busy having fun with each other without y'all niggas in our business. Yeah, like, you're not included. He doesn't have social media for a reason. And I yeah, get he doesn't. He doesn't have social media at all. And he like, doesn't. people get kind of like weirded out that they can't find him. And it's like, yeah, because people be looking and searching and people are weird right. and I get it. So it's kind of like the only access to him <laughs> at this moment. The like, same um, picture of Jewel been on the internet for like, five years now like like <laughs> if i can learn how to be as private as him post on facebook when he's mad about a florida game yeah. <laughs> exactly like he gotta but teach y'all. he gotta teach a class on how to be private to other people in like in the industry because like both of y'all because you're like it's like like you said y'all have a really good balance i feel like i've gotten i feel like i share you share you share a lot, but you are you are very intentional with your content, and I will say that, and I'm proud of you for the way that you intentionally put things out. Like you don't portray an image, you don't make it seem like everything's great. You are vulnerable when you want to, and when you feel like you need to be. But like you are very very intentional, and I think it has a lot to do with your growth and just all of you know this whole encompassing of what all you've done. Like you you did, and I think I asked you like a couple of years ago when you came up here to do. I was like, when I was like. I thought you was an actress. Like, what you started doing comedy for is like, because you started doing the improv with the cornbread kitchen and all of that. And I was, you know, I was just like, I think you mean like you're an actress. Now you're a comedian. Like, what you going to like, what you know, like, like t fans like you a rapper, you a singer, what? Like, what you want to pick one is like, but, you know, now and watching you and watching your growth, I understand why you did those things. It's like you got like it made you even better at what you were already good at. Actually, like, you know, so funny you bring that up because it was those things that when I stepped into this role that I was ready. Like Tiffany that's what, said, be ready. That's what I, I'm about to that's so that's what I'm about to ask you right now. <laughs> because this goes back to this theme that we're going with with trust your voice. 
So I was watching your stories and somebody dropped a little tip about the movie, the scene in the movie. And they said that you freestyle your, like, I don't know if it's like your whole, like this one scene or like your whole, but part of this, you freestyled. Is that true? Yeah. I, I don't even know how I can even talk about this story. I actually, I'm going to talk to Baron about it. I'm going to see Baron sometime today. I'll talk to Baron about it. If I can talk about this part of the story, how I got the role, but just know this, when I got cast in the role, it, they needed someone who could kind of speak fast, like to keep a certain type of pace. Mm-hmm. And I already talk fast, mm-hmm. but comedically, to be, you know, comedically quick. Spin it out. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, you got to think about your cast. You got Godfrey, Big Jaw, Scruncho, Lou Beatty Jr. You know, you got some hard hitters up in here that's going right. to be Snoop. Like, they need that. David Arquette. Like, David Arquette. Like, yeah. This is like, I, I tell, like, I was, I was talking with Shan about it. I was like, this is one of those movies that's like, it's got like everybody in it. This is like, you know, like almost like a like car wash back in the night when when Dre and Snoop came out of a car wash. And it was like everybody's in in the movie, you know, Truth Hurts, Bruce Bruce, AJ John, like everybody's in the movie. You know what I'm saying? So it's like this is one of those all star like when they say all star cast. And I just want to point out that the yeah. homie is on the poster and in the trailer. Real credits, people. Real credits, people on the in the trailer and on the poster. I need that. I need I need that poster signed, uh, sealed and delivered. I'll be looking for that. And now I'm, you know I'm dead ass serious. You know I, I'm dead I gotta, ass serious. I gotta go to the studio. I already asked Baron if I can um, snag some posters because it's Yo, see, look, look, she's so she's so casual. I gotta talk to Baron. Baron Davis, <laughs> NBA, NBA, uh, NBA. Is he a Hall of Famer yet? If he not, he he going in. Y'all know who he Baron Davis is. But wait, to answer your question. I got to finish this question mm-hmm. because, okay, all that to say, Cornbread Kitchen, stand-up comedy, uh, you know, UCB taking these classes, musical improv, performing all these shows multiple times a night, multiple weeks, multiple years, you know, and I still, you know, miss live performing, but because of, you know, the last year what we've been going through mm-hmm. kind of been shifted to zoom shows which i was just like i can't do this right now right the energy's I, not I there subscribe to it but i would just go on live if i felt like it and just mm-hmm. like whatever so anyways when i got the role there was dialogue there was some dialogue mm-hmm. but because of the type of movie that it is the improv is really what's going to kind of gel it together because of the way that the characters are all kind of set up. Right. So I did need the improv and I'm like, man, I do this every night. Right. I was made for So I literally do this every night and every day, all day, every hour. Like even when I'm not on stage and I'm not on, I'm on. Like when Mm -hmm. I feel like it. Like me and Joel be like, we have so many like no bu- like no bullshit like even when me and you like when you were when you were here the other day and we were just you know casually chatting you could like you would just turn on real quick and i notice it <laughs> like you just turn on and then you back and then you like turn on and then you back and it's fun like it's funny because it's like 
it's just you being you. But it's like seeing you get to this point where it's like it's natural, like it's so natural. Like it's like you're not trying. It's just now I'm just talking well, right I mean, now. I still feel like I have so much growth to do because like mm-hmm. it's just like anything. Like, you know, at one point in time we thought that triple XL tall tees were a really dope look. <laughs> but when you look back at it, you're like, you know, that was a choice. So sometimes that's an art, that's how we feel. Like I am <laughs> I feel like that's how I feel as an actress, as a comedian, as a performer, period. Like I'll I'll be so feeling it in the moment. And then I'll look back and be like, oh God, why did I do this? And look at my this. Oh man, defend look, defend them tall tees and them jabos. Defend them with your honor. It, that is an era that is terrible. That is unmatched. Jesus Christ. And what's 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 so funny is today I posted in my stories to crank that video. Bro, I gotta forward you what Ian sent me today where they're talking about millennials in the club doing uh you <laughs> the TikTok dances. Oh yeah. Shout out, shout out to shout out to Ian also for what for that coordination at the premiere. Uh I saw him with that with that domino tie. <laughs> You know, it's the first thing I said. I said, Ian, where did you get this tie? He was like, you know, I had to dig and get out and with it. I said, oh, right. I cannot the, believe he The wild part about it is he probably already had that tie. It's like. He did. That's what he said. He already had that tie. Right. I just have a domino tie for just in case I get invited to a movie to get somebody. Ian yeah. inspired the nails. He was like, you should do like nail your, like a. Go ahead. Go ahead and shout out your nail artist. Shout out to your whole glam squad. Go ahead. My girl, Nancy. So Nancy is my manicurist. She's been doing my nails for the last four years. She did this like avant-garde, like domino nail. It's like domino music, tuxedo. Very classy. She killed it. Yeah. She killed it. So anyway, she's been coming to my house doing my nails now during the pandemic. But she's amazing. She's the only person I trust on my nails. Like, you know, down to the details. I had my Tuskegee lapel pin on. I just felt like, oh my God, I can't believe this is happening. Like, wow. Like, all from what felt like for me, like, in a moment doing it, it's like, yeah, it's so fun when you do it. But how many projects have I worked on that didn't go anywhere? Right. I've done an ABC pilot. Mm-hmm. You know, it didn't get picked up. It happens. Oh yeah, and they'll, that's and that like a hundred points, right? But they'll only green light say fifteen. Right. And that's so, something. That's right. something that a lot of you know from the outside looking in. If I didn't know people like you, like Jewel, and you know other people that I know that are in that industry, like when Jewel was explaining to me like the writing process and how you get credits and stuff, like people on the outside don't know that. People don't know that like there are act like people a-list actors and actresses and b-list and c-list and every other list that you want to go on there to have literally done 150 pilots and none of them got picked up like kevin hart has done hundreds of pilots that again they'd be like kevin hart is like yeah even kevin hart has got a, a graveyard of work that nobody will ever see it'll come out Dude, you know years from now like pilots that i've done other series i've done there's I did a pilot. I'm not gonna name it, but I did a couple a pilot a couple years ago that I'm still I'm praying something goes on with it because it's got a dope lineup of cast in there too. But 
you know, it's just a thing where sometimes I'm like, you know, we're doing this, we're doing that. You got to wait post-production and, you know, trying to sell it, trying to get a distributor, trying to get a platform and all this stuff. And sometimes it's just, you know, they kind of just are sitting in the tank or, you know, you got them on the shelf just like waiting. And sometimes they, they reemerge like right. years later. So you, you never lose faith or hope in it. But to be real, a lot of them, sometimes they just don't go right. anywhere. And the, and the biggest thing also is like, you can't just sit there and wait. you got to keep grinding. Like, you God, can't just be like, oh, I did this pilot. Let me sit around and wait for it to get picked up. It's like, no, the lights, the lights still on, man. Hey, you know, it's, a, it's a big mistake because actually what, the op, the, what you should be thinking is, I just did a pilot. This is a great talking point to leverage and beget exactly. more it's the resume. It's the resume. The IMDb just, list. The IMDb on. list can get long, long. You just keep you just keep knocking at it and chipping away, and then eventually something's gonna hit because all of that stuff. And then it's like you plant the seed and you do it. You got to do. You do what needs to be done. And then from that point, you know, it either becomes something or it's just there. You got the experience, the work, the resume. Either way is going to guide you to that image that you had in your head in the first place. Exactly. So it's like you're still gonna hold on to it, like okay, this is it's still added to my goal and where I'm trying to go. Exactly. DJ, go ahead. It's Destrian coming back to you because I've been hanging on your words, and for me, you don't even really know how you're speaking to my soul. And AJ can talk to you a little bit about that, and we can talk offline. But you're really speaking to my soul because I think a lot of people forget that authenticity is serious value it sounds like you had a, a solid foundation in terms of your authenticity going into this process and so that it, that sounds like it's never wavered but can you talk a little bit about the formula that you've developed in order to maintain that and sustain that and what what does that look like for, for you to make sure that you know what now that i know what works for meg and even I know what works for Meg and Jules. How do I stay true to that? How do we stay true to that and not let outside influences bring in any noise that could potentially knock us off our path? That's a great question. Um, and I'm glad you asked that question because when I was in New York, when I was right before I came to see um, visit uh, art, I was out there and I I had this really weird day. I had an audition in the city, so I had, was in Manhattan. But when I was getting dressed, I was like crying for no reason. And I was listening to Torgalator. I was like, do it, baby, stick it, baby, get it, got it. Like, I literally was doing my makeup and just start crying. And I was like, what is going on now? Because at that point, I just have to listen to like, what is going on? Mm -hmm. I'm crying and I'm like, don't know what's going on. I'm like doing my makeup and I'm like, okay. And I'm listening and I'm tapping in. And I keep hearing that it's time to tell my story. And I kept going like, oh gosh, here we go again. Cause guess what? I've been getting that now. And I'll be like, but I need to wait a little longer now and I'll be like but and then something bow happened and I'll be like <gasps> and then it's like yeah that story you started talking about bow and I'll be like oh my god so it's like I keep going through this like 
boxing ring with the spirit and I'm just going to be 100. So that day, that happened. I had the audition. Like, I felt good about the audition. It was a good day. Came back home. And then it happened again. And I went on live and I was like talking about it. And I went on my story and I was talking about how spirit was telling me it's time to tell my story. And I know that it's time. Obviously, I know that the, the premiere is approaching, but I'm not really putting any pieces together. I'm just like taking it day to day. But, you know, they kept spirit just kept saying that it's, it's time now. It's time. The more I sat with it, the more I thought about it, just looking back at my story and my path, I do know that I have to tell the story. I have no shame in telling it. I, I, I'm totally okay with doing it because of the authenticity. Mm -hmm. And so to take it back to your question, the authenticity comes from the humbleness of spirit kicking my ass. When it comes down to the story of Job, I was told when I was 17 that I had the story of Job. That was a female Job. And it didn't make sense then, but when my mom passed away, I was like. Right. I see the parallels. So from that point on, you know, I'm not going to go down the list, but that was the beginning of that spiritual journey that I had to embrace. And it was not, and still is not easy. So when people look and they're like, oh, look at you on the carpet looking cute, tell feezy. You're like, yeah, but I might be cry-easing in like the right. next 10 minutes for all you I know. See, you ain't see me getting ready. You, you saw me, me you ready. saw me get it together, gather myself and get out here and do what I do best. And then when it was all said and done, I went back and I had my own private moment that you didn't see because I'm a private and I'm an authentic person. But what I can do as an authentic person, I come tell you about it and I can be real and I can be humble enough to say it. And I can that be part. vulnerable vulnerable enough to say it. That's why I love you, man. People just don't know the, the, the stuff that you really go through Look, on the back. I know, end. And I those mean, are the type of people that, you know, honestly, when it comes to it, and especially DJ said a word that, you know, noise, those, that's the noise. Whereas the people who, you know, who don't take the time to either understand or communicate. And that's just in anything where it's like, they're going to take whatever it is that it is and take it for face value. Be like, Oh, you know, she looked good on the carpet. She's living a life. She's doing great. And it's like, you ain't seen nothing. You ain't seen nothing. You ain't seen the past. Well, this 15? is the story that God has given me is that the looks can be deceiving and not to judge a book by its cover. And so Ian Evans has footage of this, of me speaking to students at Booker T. Washington High School in Tuskegee, Alabama. Um, and that was always, that was the beginning of spirit telling me that I needed to articulate and tell my story. And that's when I started doing that and speaking to kids. Mm -hmm. So during that time, the whole opening intro was judging a book by its cover. So I asked them to write down what their first impression of me was. Most of them thought I was stuck up or bougie and da 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 By the end, they were all in tears, like, oh, so good I met you. Because the judgment, and it's like, God has allowed me to thankfully retain my youth and a youthful appearance. Why? I don't know. I didn't ask for this, but he gave it to me. You and I know why. But look, <laughs> but also. <laughs> that shit don't crack. 
but look, I also think it helps me relate to the youth, and that's where my heart really lies. It's yeah, you like, do look like a fifteen-year-old. No lie, bro. It's, I'm not gonna lie. It's hard. It's hard. It's stay hard. Getting, stay getting carded. Stay getting carded. I'm holding up like a whole grown-ass woman up. Showing up to but, premieres. We like. Excuse me. Are your parents with you? You know, and you know, I ain't but this big, so it's like it's too much. But no, like that that drive, like being the vessel like I already have submitted to allow myself to be used so it's like once you hand it over it's like you know how it's gonna look but you've already like kind of signed this agreement that you're going to be used as a vessel so that's why when I arrive at this point it's like oh I can see it now how you want me to articulate every point of this and me and Ian were talking yesterday a couple days ago he was talking about just the anxiety or like the worries of, you know, that we all kind of go through just worries and anxiety and things. And I'm not going to lie. I'm not a fool with the Bible. So I'm not even going to sit here in front with anybody and be like, I'm going to tell you James 13 verse one, because I'm not going to be able to quote that. But I do know the Bible, you know, enough, but I ain't going to, can't quote. Uh, We are not, we are not theologians. Okay. No, I'm not. I'm sorry. Wait, is that the, the, wait, theology. The, theology. The, you yeah. said it right. Theologists. We're not theologists. Theologians yeah. is a book of the Bible. Listen, people, this is a cocktail convo. I've been sipping on sake wine. So you know my heart, and the God knows too. But yeah. But that's the thing. He knows our heart. And sometimes the message will come to you, and it will be a parallel to the, the word of the Bible if you listen. And like I said, when you turn yourself over to life to be the vessel, that message comes through even more clear when you are authentic and not forcing or trying to be anything else except authentic to you and staying connected. Now, what I was telling Ian about the anxiety and worry that we all kind of go through sometimes or depression even, you know, it's like what I said was, I don't think depression is natural. Being worried, anxiety, I don't think it's natural. And he was kind of like, what do you mean? And oh, I was yeah. like, I was like, because that's not the natural order of the world. That's not how God intended us to be. He doesn't want us worrying and scratching our head. Why? What's going on? I can't. He wants us to be happy. He wants us to be abundant and have everything we want. He wants, to be he wants us to spread the word. He wants us to be happy and joyous and have all of the things that we ever want our hearts desires. He wants us to be that. When we're not that, it's not natural. It's not harmonious with the universe. And then what I said was, do you see any bunny rabbits or butterflies or fish or flowers or trees wondering where the rain going to come and if the sun going to rise? No, they're chilling. They're just living their life. They're not worried if they're going to get eight, even if they do get eight that night. They weren't thinking about that morning when they was just eating grass. They chilling. And then Ian goes, Megan, but that's Bible. Because I think it was, it might have been oh I forgot Solomon I think it was Solomon something about the lilies toiling and the eye on the sparrow and like that they're not worried that the the lilies don't toil for the wind or the rain or something and I'm like I didn't know that scripture but the word came to me right if that from, makes from sense. just from oh no you look right now the word will just come and you just right know. now it's like because like what you what you speak of is utopia is where you know there is no worry there is no depression there is no anxiety in a in a in a, in a true utopian society 
but you know and when you draw parallels from nature that's why you know me and you have always we have always connected you know on they're like bonfires just like just chill like me like it was crazy it's like we've had we've had we've had adventures in like urban land you know going all throughout new york city but our foundation is like really just kicking it and like i said i've known you for over a decade now and i've you know i i've seen you talk to the kids at bgw telling your story from then and then to this point now so i like i'm 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 whatever I can do to help you tell that, you know, I'm always here for that. But, you know, when, when you, when that, that level of, that level of thought is not, you know, it's not common. That's why, you know, common, like people say common sense ain't common where, you know, it's just, you, you, you know it and you speak your truth and your truth has your, your truth draws parallels from other sources because it is the truth. You know, if you're telling a lie, you don't have any, you don't have a source of, you know, you don't, you can't pull from a source because it's not the truth. So unless you create a fake source, you can't pull from it. So. I mean, at the end of the day, what you're saying is completely true. And, you know, everybody doesn't know. And, you know, I really do try to look at things like with that perspective, like, You'd be surprised. You would assume like, oh, this person knows and they'll be like, wow, I've always wanted to da-da-da. Or I, I never thought about that. And you're like, really never thought about that? All you gotta do is da 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 like, oh my God, I'm gonna do that right now. And right. you really realize like a lot of times people just don't be knowing. They just don't took, like or maybe nobody took the time to teach them, or maybe they just didn't have the motivation to learn, or what you just look. never know. So I, I access inspiration so that people can just look deeper and, and whatever truth I can share during that time with my interaction, that's my only goal. So it's like, if we interact, even if it's an Uber right long, I'm going to try to impact you positively some way so that you can take that and be like, damn, I, whatever situation I'm in right now, like I'm going to get out of it. I'm going to be all right. Because that I needed that little push to take me to where I needed to be so I can make that next choice exactly you know, i've linked up with you for five minutes before and i've linked up with you for five hours before and every single time i i will tell the truth that you leave an impact on you know like you know every time we you know every time we interact it's a lingering thought for a couple of days like whatever the conversation was like i just just know we'll talk offline it's just yes. it, it always is um but the reason why we hear domino Battle of the Bones comes out June 11th, 2021. This episode will be out before then because this is my duty to make sure that I support my friend with the utmost of my capabilities. And this is one of the ways that I'm doing it. So this episode will be out. You can go to dominobattleofthebones.com. She repping that LaFlight. Why? Because that's my friend. It's so cute. I love this sweater. And you the carpet. It was so dope. Check, look, check, check the stories before they go away. Baron Davis was touching on the flight shirt. I'm going to see the pictures. They just all coming in so heavy. I'm like, my phone is flooding. Oh, so no. I'm going to, you know, I got to get them right. I got to do my little edits, my little. Oh, look, you do look, you do your thing. I don't, I don't rush greatness because it's coming from a good source. So let's do this because this is the real reason why we're here. Okay. 
Domino Battle of the Bones follows a competitive Domino player from Compton who reluctantly agrees to babysit his nerdy grandson when he discovers the kid's crazy skills. The two put aside their differences and team up to win the Domino Tournament. They aren't the only team bringing their A-game heavy hitters from every block throwdown, each with a special trick up their sleeve. Domino Battle of the Bones will be in theaters June 11th, 2021. Now, I had a plan in my mind that I was going to do something, but I was like, you know what? I ain't going to do that. So I will put a link to the official trailer uh, and to the official website in the uh, in the description for the podcast uh, and the audio that drops and on the uh, the video that we post uh, to social media. Because um, I didn't want to have to get my friend to call Baron, a.k.a. Baron Davis, and be like, can we get permission then? You know, all these other people get involved. I know people, you know, but, you know, I don't want to jeopardize people's, uh, you know, bread, you know because we all about our bread and we always getting bread. Shout out to the brethren. Um, but tomorrow you got a, you got a movie coming out in theaters, literally nationwide. I've got, I looked, you sent me the link and I said, <laughs> real quick, I'm going to tell this story because this is hilarious to me that you sent me the link to come to the premiere. So I Googled the studio name and there's a photography studio in, in Brooklyn with the same name. I was like, bet <laughs> in there, RSVP, got to support I already had my clothes picked out in my mind. And so I text you was like, yo, already RSVP. He was like, are you flying out here? I was like, where? He was like, to LA. And I'm like, no, it's in Brooklyn. He's like, no, it's in LA. But you know what? I thought it was out there for a minute too. Cause when I looked at the address came up as New York and I was in New York when I was looking up the address. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hey, it's over here on the East right. Coast. Whoop de whoop, and then he was like, "East Coast." Like, wait, let me find out. And then I was hitting up Jenna, and she was like, "No, babe." I was like, "Oh, I, I was super lit." And then, you know what? I forgot about it. Then I was like, "All oh, my family can come." Like, I was so. Happy. I was super lit. I was like, "Y'all gonna go to a Hollywood premiere?" But what's wild is <laughs> I forgot about it. And then, like day before yesterday, I got an email. I was like, "Here's the information." I was like, "Damn!" But at Could least we were there in spirit. Oh, and, of course. And, and I'll do. And look, I got a shout out. I got a shout out because one thing about Tuskegee is, you know, we have an amazing support system in our people. So definitely shout out to the Tuskegee alumni that was there. And I know, you know, you had a lot of people there that supported you. And I'm I'm I, I like I was happy to see that. Like, we're missing. Like, people were missing. Yeah, there were people like I, like I remember you saying in your stories like there were people there for you who you didn't even see were there. There were people there for you that didn't even get to get in because so many people were already there. Like, No, well, you... some people kind of left early. Like, Ian, I, I, I don't know if Ian got in that group photo. He might have had already left. I think Ian people, missed the group photo. But yeah, he might have missed the group photo, but he was there. We got our photo earlier, but I mean, I... You had I more was, people there than like the people, people. Like... Yeah, I did. I know I did for a fact. Like, like Baron Davis and David Arquette and them may have the, the number of people there that you had there. No, they didn't. I legitimately, like, I was crying all morning about it. Like, it settled in today because, like, I knew I couldn't cry yesterday, but, like, it had the feeling of, like, a birthday party. So, it's like, I've been seeing these folks and working with them and just kicking it with them for years. So it's like when I see them, when we link up, it's always a good time. But to be there for that was like even right. more special. A true celebration for you. like Yeah. And I was, I was crying all morning just like because I really love them all. Like they're they all hold a special place in my heart, like on my journey. Like just each one of them have 
impacted me, you know, mm-hmm. and inspired me to some degree. So, you know, just to see all them there and the people that weren't on the carpet, like there'd have been about 50 people on that carpet, bro. Like mm-hmm. I was just so overwhelmed. Like I wish I could just wrap my arm around all of them at the same time. Like I just felt the love and I just wanted to get the love right back, you know, and that's even if nobody went to the theaters, which I know they will, but even if nobody went like last night, had me so full, like I will be enough off of just that. But I know it's gonna go on. So it's like overwhelming. So I can't even process it because that alone last night is like, I'll never forget that. Yeah. It's, it's a lot, bro. It's a lot. I, like I say it, I say it, I say it sometimes. <laughs> But the crazy thing about it is I'll be meaning it. So like it it really like when I see my friends doing good, you can't tell me that I like I like not not to say that I'm a part of it, but you can't tell me that I'm not succeeding with y'all. Like, like it'd be it be so it'd be like to see this kind of stuff happen, be like, you know what? I know her. And I got her real phone number. <laughs> like oh it's like real. we like we kick it kick it like we really friends like that's like being genuine with people that are genuine that are in positions and and getting into positions like you all like you all are is is great for perspective i'll say especially for you know people that are not in these these places it's it's it, and you you said it before you said it in 2012 in the receipts you said representation and it's like you're at this place now where those kids who you talk to at BTW now can see you in this position and they can see the growth. They can see the trajectory. Uh, you know, uh, that word is traumatizing. For Tuskegee it's, a, it's, it's really a case study. Like right. it's, a, it's a case study that I did on myself. It's like, beautiful, though. But like self-awareness me. is, you know, just... Shout out to Drew, shout out to Drew Diddy Sanders and the aware brand. But self-awareness, where it's just like you know, like we went to Tuskegee. There's a book called Up from Slavery. If you don't know where you came from, you can't know where you're going. Listen, tomorrow, June 11th, 2021, I implore each and every one of you, each and every one of y'all. <laughs> To go to dominobattlelittlebones.com. I'll put the link in the description. You click on the link and find out what theater near you is playing this movie, and I want you to go watch it. Snoop Dogg is in it. David Arquette is in it. Baron Davis is in it. Uh, you know, all-star cast. But my Sorry. homie's in it. My fam is in it. Yay, yay, yay. A lot of other people who are up and coming in this, in, 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 in comedy, yeah. act, Big Jaw. Y'all know Big Job from the videos, from the from the from the YouTube and the and the, and, the, and the Instagram videos. Um, what's his name? The uh, uh, Scruncho. Scruncho, yo, he been funny for years. A long time. For years, and you it, know, it, it is just crazy. It's just this ensemble cast, you know. Uh, Nathan as well. He plays um, um, Andy, the lead uh, kid. I mean, it's just a great cast. It's just a feel good movie. Godfrey's in it. Shout out to Godfrey. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a feel good. You know, like you just. I feel feel look. I feel like I know Godfrey just because how much like you be with him. I'm like, yo, I know that dude. (laughs) But 
Because you know what? Shout out to Godfrey because he's another real one. He's very authentic. Mm, the same. Yes, That's why yeah. we click like this. Like mm-hmm. he's big homie G, like, like on some real, real, like he's so authentic. He's so dope. Like it was some people that was it was some people that you know was because like you know, Godfrey is an OG when it comes to that comedy that was like we seen him on comic view back in the day like rocking it and we've been know he was funny and then social media comes about and it's like oh godfrey but godfrey been doing godfrey but it's like he ain't never been you know i was on comic view years ago i'm funny you should know me he's like no he's you know it's, it's certain people you can kind of tell from the vibe and you're you're like you're you're my barometer when i see you around people i know those people have good vibes and i promise you that and I honestly like it's like it, because of where you are. When I see you interact with people, I'm like, oh, that person got to be genuine because Meg chilling with them. Like I know your energy. I know how you are. You curate That's, your space. There's, there's no cap. <laughs> there's no cap involved. <laughs> look, ain't no squares in my circle. <laughs> you know what no, I'm saying? Like I swear to God, cause, like me and G, like one of the first combos we had was that we just don't fuck with the weird shit we don't fuck with weird people and we don't fuck with the weird shit like that was literally like off day one just awesome like what up what up what up we just not with the weird stuff and it's real easy not to be weird but some people just can't help it listen and i just just, we look we think it's easy not to be weird but some people they just weird oh can i just talk about a weird moment please please we on the carpet the whole gang is here i got the selfie arm out you know i'm trying to get not only the picture i'm trying to get footages so i'm like making commentary with each person but my instagram ran out so you know you gotta save it re-record because it only does so much time right i'm about to re-record this dude comes up to me and grabs my phone and was like i'll take your video and your pictures he was like, your he's like, your arms are too short. Oh, and I, was like, I was like, thank you, second AD. I was like, <laughs> I'm gonna record something. And he was like, oh, okay, okay, just let me know. And he's stepping back, just like watching. And I was like, and my girl Tyree. Like, shouting everybody out. And I'm like, this is weird. Like, it happened twice. And like this other dude came up and was like, he was at least five feet away. And me and my homegirl was about to take a selfie. She's like, oh, let's take a Essie. I was like, oh, yeah, let's take a picture. He heard it from five people. I was like, you want me to take a picture? And I was like, oh, that's okay. He was like, I'll do it. I'll do it. He insisted. Like, he just wouldn't like, let you ain't go. Got, you ain't got nothing to do? Like, they just on. wouldn't let go. Like, another dude came up. I love your jacket. I was like, it's white. <laughs> let me tell you something, though. The outfit, when you fresh. Have- Look. Hey. I'm be fresh as hell when the feds watch. I'm be fresh as hell when the feds watch it. Why me out? Listen, hey. look, y'all. Look, I'm telling y'all right now. Look, if you want to, if you want a genuine, authentic insight and a look into Hollywood premieres, follow my girl, your Megs. Like that, you know, that's the genuine. That's the genuine, 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 genu- genuineness. Look, I'm not, I can't do this fake stuff like fake love, like Look, fake, like persona on Instagram. Because we understand like, off rip that requires extra work. 
edit, you know, do some little touching up to polish a photo, but that's about it. I'm that's not too, about mu- that's too much extra work. Like I got this. Look, Shannon, tell you right now, after about three pictures, if we ain't got that angle, fuck it, we out. I ain't got time. Look, you're going to get this how it is. You're going to get it how it is. I got a blemish. Cool. This is me. This is us. That's why I took that picture with, with me with me and Abe the other day. My feet was in the sand because I ain't have no pedicure in a couple of weeks. It is what it is. <laughs> you adjust and you, you no, move just, on. Yeah, it's not just. that serious. Like, I'm not about to get butt implants just because I want to look a certain way on Instagram. No, it's like the other day you posted you posted your lady. It's like, yeah, it's time to shave. You said something, you said something like that. I know some girls be like, oh my god, I would never do that. Like, I don't be caring, bro. For real. And I also look, and I also appreciate your message today that said, I'm gonna keep my makeup on, but I will be washing from the neck down, including my legs, because that has been a hot topic in these streets. No, I just went ahead and did the do because I was like, I don't need nobody talking about me so much. She did wash herself from the neck down. No, like I was dead, like I was dead ready for you to be on here with the with the with the, the bedazzled dog. face with the LaFlight, because I was gonna I was gonna figure out a way to turn that into a billboard. You know what? <laughs> I was gonna show you the moment that it came off. Uh you know, I was feeling kind of sad about it, but you still you, know. you still got the you still got the the, the, yeah, I still got the bejeweled. Yes, know. looking irich. Ir- ir- uh, I don't want to dis Eritrean, irich, irich. No, Africa, Eritrean, Eritrean. Yeah, Eritrean. There we go. This is uh, what Saki does to you people. See, yes, I know I'm having a a one hundred percent genuine conversation with my homies because like I don't like I haven't like I don't want to start hitting record. <laughs> now with the pouty face like <laughs> I gotta take this off now. Why could like, I'm surprised you didn't do one of the videos where you're like, I woke up like this. I ain't had time. I was trying to hurry up and get in here with you. I so I ain't over here looking crazy and I was like, man, I got to get the going. Matter of fact, I think Bear want me to do a clubhouse at five o'clock. See how my you friend. Know, we, trying promote, we trying to promote the movie for tomorrow. See how my friend do for me. She is running on fumes right now. They sit here and have a conversation with me while I sit here and drink sake. That's why I love her. And you know, I'm a little sad. I didn't get my Getty images last night because, you know, I was running a little late to the carpet because I was burning the house down. <laughs> Listen, so. Did I tell you that? That I almost burnt the house down before I left the house? No. Look, we'll, look, we'll talk, we'll talk offline. After I stop hitting record, we're gonna talk. So with that being said, because I don't want this to run long, because I'm a I'ma get this out tonight. It has been so much of a pleasure for you all to join in on this conversation. I'm gonna say it just like that because I talk to this chick all the time. This is my homie, this is my family. I love her to death and she loves she loves me and my family like genuinely. So it's been a pleasure for me to be able to introduce some of you all to her and to, you know, also uh re-solidify her authenticity in this game and what she does. So with that being said, tomorrow, go to a theater. Go buy a t- go go online and buy a ticket. You ain't got to go watch it. If you gonna go watch look, here's some real stuff for you right here. And I'm looking dead in the camera. If you're gonna go watch it on bootleg, 
Go buy a ticket online. Yes. Sharing the trailer is just as helpful too, because there is a there is a demand button on the website. If there's not a, a theater in your city playing, you can request your zip code so that they can bring it to your city. Y'all better hear that one more time, and I'm gonna repeat it. If you go online and you there's a link where you can look up where it is closest to you, because right now, like I'm on Long Island, the closest theater to me is I think in Brooklyn. I can drive out there. I probably will drive out there. Who knows? But if I don't feel like driving, guess what I can do? I can still go online buy a ticket, and I can also hit. It is. I gotta go look again because I look. You know, I look. Oh, no, it's you know, Brooklyn. Masada's gone. Well, I looked a couple of weeks ago, so I don't know if you know some other some other theaters might have picked it up. I haven't looked recently. This was when you sent me the link like a week ago. Um, but you can demand it. You can literally be like, "Hey, not near me. Help, please." And they already got that figured out because if 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 you build it, they will come. Okay, so go support this movie. Go follow at Y-O, is it, is it underscore, right? Underscore M-E-G-S, Yo Megs. Go to Google, type in Megan Sousa, M-E-G-A-N-S-O-U-S-A. Type that in. First thing pop up, only thing pop up, that's her. Find that. Credits. Got them. We ain't talking Equifax, Experion, TransUnion. We talking about credits, movies, Hollywood. Look, fam, I love you. And you know that. And there's really nothing you can do about it. I appreciate you for taking your time um, to bullshit with me. Because, you know, you know, you know how we do. You know, it's just it's fun. It's just, it's just good fun. Um, thank you for trusting me you know, to, to do this, because this is a big moment in your life. And I'm privileged and honored to, you know, play this very, very, very minute uh, part in, you know, helping do what it is to do, which is elevate. No, you. it's major. It's not minute. This is major. I like, look, I, I just like what other people say. I don't be wanting to say it because I don't like to my own horn because it made my hand hurt. <laughs> no, first of all, brethren, like the history, the whole origin of story of all of this, like listen, the, they don't the look, they look, hold on, they don't, they don't know, they don't know where brethren comes from. Shout out to Ian Evans. Ian will be on here soon because the whole and, this, this, this brethren. Can I point to where? Yeah, there we go. My fingers is weirding out with this virtual background. Brethren, bread, that's a theme for us. That's a very that's a very sacred theme. For our, for you know, for for us, and it's literally like it's it's why it's the name of this this platform, this podcast, and it's an extension of many things. Before, like I said, like this is not the first time that I've interviewed my sister. Where it's like, you know, I just I I, I every time you elevate, I just want to be like, yo, here you go, bye. Like I said, we went to Tuskegee. There's a book called Up From Slavery." Y'all go read it. Um, but one more shot to finish out the cocktail convo. This is to my friend, Megan Sousa. I love you and there's nothing you can do about it. Here's to much more success. I'm talking about credit so long that IMDB got to pull out, you know, a new feature where it's like, look, we ain't got enough to list it because I see, I see leading roles very, very soon. Because like I said, this is just that, that next level. So cheers to Domino's Battle of the Bones and your success and DJ Domino's. Thank you. But ladies and gentlemen, with that being said, Good sis, do you have any final words or thoughts for the people before I hit this stop recording button? Thank you. 
Thank you, DJ. I appreciate you both for taking the time, creating the space, having the space for me to talk about the movie and, you know, my story. I appreciate y'all. Keep doing what you do. Blessings, blessings, blessings. But also, yeah, go check out the movie, man. Please share, support. You know, Grassroots is stronger than you believe. That's how we found out about Paranormal Activity. It was the same thing, a limited release. People demanded to see it and then it blew up. So if you share, please care, care, share, tell your friends, please go out. I'm going to be going to Crenshaw probably tomorrow. So y'all probably see me pulling up. I'm definitely going to go to Crenshaw. I need to be immersed in the experience. So check it out. I appreciate Y'all just heard it right here. Very exclusive. If you want to go see the movie and you want to meet, if you want to meet my homie, Meet her at Crenshaw. She ain't say what time though. So just sure you know, look. So just be there all day. You know, it don't cost you nothing. You ain't got but nothing to do. It's Friday. You ain't got no job. You ain't got shit to do. <laughs> Go kick it at the movie theater. <laughs> Pull up. You know, it's a taco. Yeah, look, that's 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 LA. It's a taco food truck somewhere nearby. Get some taco and sit down. Chill out. <laughs> look, it's all good. We came to kick it. Listen. I love you. Ain't nothing you can do about it. That's going to do it for us here at the Brethren Podcast Cocktail Combos. Make sure to follow us on all our social media at Brethren Podcast, B-R-E-A-D, like bread, because we always about our bread and we always getting bread. Um, Brethren Pod Tees. Yeah, you can get you some. The link will be in the uh, in the comments. Shout out to my good sis for rocking that LaFlight 87, because all of our episodes are also brought to you by LaFlight 87. We don't mention it. Why? Because we ain't got to. Because y'all see the freshness. Get you some. LaFlight87.com. That's L-E-F-L-I-G-H-T. The number eight. The number seven. Dot com. Also that across all social media. You can go check them out. Shout out to my illustrious co-host, Dr. John Loving, PhD, CFP at uh, Loving Consultant, LLC. And Mr. Deshaun Wells of D. Wells Consultant. Um, you know how we do. Be on the lookout for the next episode of Bridging Podcast. Be on the lookout for the next episode of Cocktail Combos. That's going to do it for me, AJ Wilson. Check out www.mmbbgw.com. We love you and we are out.